0: Hey everybody, Joe McCall. REI in your car. Glad you're listening to this podcast. I'm super humbled by it. Um, it's I actually am really, really humbled. By you guys, I mean i've I was in a mastermind meeting today with a lot of really awesome amazing investors from all over the country and um I came in and they're like yeah Joe and they uh gave me a uh, they they applauded when I came in I was like, oh my gosh because uh, I was late I was not fashionably late i i was just i was late on accident but um, that was really humbling, man, and I appreciate that. And um, because of this podcast, and I guess because I've done it so long, I kind of have become maybe a little well known and so it's it's humbling and uh, I just wanted to say thanks y'all. I appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast and you know at least telling me that I, I might have something important to say. <laughs> like what I'm saying and what I'm teaching matters because I do put a lot of effort and time. Into this podcast, and I love doing it, and I love meeting people all over the world literally that do real estate, that got their start in real estate, are passionate about real estate because of podcasts like this. So, yeah, anyway, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you all very much. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about something. I was listening to a podcast. It's funny, I think I've said this before, but. It's so hard for me to listen to podcasts because I'll get a really good idea and it's, let me just say this, it's hard for me to finish podcasts because I'll be listening to one and then they, get, they, they say something really cool and important and then I have to stop and record one for you guys because it's really good or I think of something and uh, so I can never listen to I can't finish podcasts that I want to listen to because I want to record something for you. And I don't drive that much. Anyway, so what somebody was talking about, in fact, I'll tell you who it was. It was James Schramko. James Schramko is a kind of a business consultant guy out of Australia. And he's writing a book that he's going to be releasing soon here. It's already written, but it's called uh, Work Less, Make More, or something like that. And it's, you know, there's a lot of books that have been written about that. And, but he was talking about his book, and he didn't want it to be another you know four hour work week type of a book. Uh, he didn't want it to be he, he he's kind of like the antithesis of the Gary Vaynerchuk's out there. And I I appreciate Gary. Like I would say this about it, him even if he was here listening to this, which he is not listening to this podcast. I promise you that. But you know Gary is always out there hustle hustle hustle, you know, hustle your you know what off and sometimes you see him do videos on christmas day um and bragging about it and bragging about how hard he's working and i don't get that at all man that just does not i read the book what was that the kind of the famous book that he wrote that put him on the map i forget what it was called everybody was talking about it and raving about it and i read it and i did not like it i forget the name of the book you should read it anyway you can make your own opinion on it mine doesn't matter but, um, oh, what was the name of that book? Now it's killing me. I'm, I'm going to look. Hold on a second. So the book was called Crush It. And some of you remember that book. I think it was just, uh, I saw something somewhere. I think he's just recently updated it. Uh, hopefully he's updated it and said, yeah, you really don't have to work that hard. I don't know. <laughs> but um, not, not to take anything away from Gary because uh, he's very successful. And I just hope that at the end of his life, he looks back. And doesn't have the regrets of not having a family, not being there for his family, not being there for his loved ones, you know? There was a story of Sam Walton, the guy from Walmart. He passed away, and one of the last things he said was, oh, I'm going to screw this up. It had something to do with, um, oh, what was it? should have been more prepared for this so if you just google it sam walton's last words it had something to do with i did it all wrong or i messed it up right i did something like he had regrets and bottom line you look at it and it had more to do with you know he no one ever dies and says i wish i would have worked more right i wish i would have spent more time in the office i wish i would have worked more hours i wish i would have accumulated more things and done all that no like people don't about that stuff when you're dying you look back and you think man i wish i would have spent more time with my kids i wish i would have told my wife i loved her more often i wish i would have you know instead of looking at my phone and i'm guilty of this all right but like instead of looking at my phone i should have put my phone away and looked at my friends or my family in the eye and actually have a real conversation with them and listen to them more right that's what it that's what it's all about. And and maybe people just don't care about that. But like I don't wanna hustle and work my butt off so that I can retire and and, and enjoy quote unquote life when I'm sixty five, right? That saying which I you've heard it before and I hate it, but it's like I wanna work like no one else will for the next two years so I can live like no one else can. And you know what you've heard of that quote or something like that? Oh, come on. So, listen. Here's my point in all of this. Finally, it's what are you living for? Like, do you really want to work nights and weekends? <laughs> you know, do you really want to work that hard for what? So, this guy uh, James Shramko wrote this book, "Work More, Lake." I mean, work more, work less, make more, and he's uh, about this whole concept, right? He works about. I think he works about ten hours a week or something like that, but he has a very successful business, and he's just—it's so simple. I mean, he sets up systems and gets people in his team to do the work for him, right? And that's how I've always wanted to approach my businesses. And one of the things that he talked about that made me excited was this phrase of "I want to." He, he was talking first person. He says, "I want to help people like make a." Good income, good living, and support themselves and their families without working nights and weekends. I started thinking about that. That phrase really hit home to me. I started thinking about that, like, yeah, you know what? There's so many people out there that want to get into real estate investing, but they have full time jobs and they don't want to work nights and weekends. And, you know, we could hit the mantra over and over again like, you got to hustle, you got to work hard, you got to do a lot of marketing, you got to talk to a lot of sellers, you got to make a lot of offers which is all true if you want to do deals but here's the thing i want to challenge you with and, and force you to think outside the box and change your paradigm a little bit is this do you have to be the one that talks to all the sellers that does all the marketing that makes all the offers or maybe can somebody else do that for you so here's what i mean um I had a full-time job, and I wanted to get into real estate, and I remember really struggling with this concept, because I had two or three kids at home at the time, and I wanted to do more deals, but I was working 50, 60 hours a week on my job, not by choice, I kind of had to, right, because I was salaried, and, and we had big projects, and you know, you count in the commute, which was horrendous at the time, yeah, I had to work 50, 60 hours a week, and I didn't want to... Come home in the evenings and do real estate and and then do real estate on the weekends. I had zero interest in that. So I started asking myself the important questions like, how can I get, how can I do none of this stuff? Like, how can I get somebody else to do it all for me? And so I want to challenge you instead of looking for more ways that you can hustle and work harder, look for ways that you can work smarter and get other people to do that kind of stuff for you. So this is what I did. I realized early on how important marketing is, and I, I this is the first thing you got to do is you got to nail it down in your head that you are not in the real estate business; you're in the marketing business, and marketing is all that matters. Well, here's the cool thing: marketing is one of the easiest things to outsource. It really is. So I I remember hearing my gurus and coaches at the time talk about this and say you need to get sales, uh, you need to get your marketing done for you in spite of you. They use that phrase over and over again, for you in spite of you. And uh, I didn't believe them at the time, right? But then I started doing some deals and I started going through this up and down cycle of doing a lot of marketing and then shutting it off because I had too many leads. And then I would flip some deals and I'd make a lot of money. And um, then I would turn around, I'd make a bunch of money, I'd turn around and my pipeline was empty and I was like stressing out again and I'd go through this elation and then stress and then elation and stress. And I was always going up and down and I thought, I, I, this is true, I need to get somebody else to do this marketing for me or else it's just not gonna get done. So I hired a virtual assistant. I, I've fought that and resisted it for the longest time, but I don't know why, but I hired a virtual assistant and all of a sudden my leads were coming in consistently. I was getting consistent leads. Then I had another problem. The problem was I couldn't answer the phone. I couldn't handle all the leads. So I had a friend at the time who was um, unemployable. He was, he was very employable. He just didn't want to work for anybody. And I knew he was good at sales. I knew he was good on the phone, and he had, an interest, he had an interest in real estate. So I asked him if he would help me with the calls. And he said, yeah. So I trained him a little bit. I gave him some training that I had on how to talk to sellers. I taught him how to make offers. And he was making cash offers and lease option offers. And so, guess what happened? He started getting properties under contract. And Now, my problem is, I, I can't sell these things. I have too many contracts. I don't have the time to do this. Oh, I think I missed my exit. Oh, anyway. So, what am I going to do now? Shoot. I can't believe I missed my exit. So... I hired a realtor and then I that I, tra- I trained the realtor to market and advertise and sell my homes for me. And so before you know it, I have a virtual assistant doing all my marketing. I have a local f- investor friend of mine that's talking to sellers, going to the house, getting it under contract. And then I have a local realtor that's selling the homes and I'm doing three deals a month, three to four deals a month. And I'm not doing anything except managing them. I mean, i I still wasn't, some involved, I had to answer questions, I had to sign contracts, but it got to a point where, um, you know, this realtor actually, she just started signing things for me, that sounds horrible, don't let, don't let your realtor do that, <laughs> and don't tell your realtor's broker that she was doing that anyway, but I, it's just either that or like it wasn't going to get done, and it was, like she would email it to me, so I would see it, but uh, anyway, I don't know why I opened my big fat mouth and said that. But, um, yeah, and so we started doing deals without my involvement. Fast forward about three or four years, I'd quit my job, and I wanted to go traveling in the RV, right? I didn't want to hustle and work hard. I wanted to work smart, and I wanted to go traveling with my family in an RV for three months through the northwestern corner of the United States. So I asked myself, how can I do this stuff? Like, I mean, I'm sorry, how can I do none of this? I had hired an acquisitions manager, right? And I thought, I want to do more deals, so I'll hire an acquisitions manager. And it was great. We did a lot of deals, but I was still spending a lot of time. And at the end of the day, is was still netting 40%, 50% of the profits. So I wrote down everything. and said, how can I do none of this? And I came to a point then shortly after that, that, again, I'm traveling around doing twenty dollars to $30,000 a month in wholesaling fees and not doing any of the work. I had a virtual, I mean, I had a local assistant in St. Louis that was sending out the marketing and managing the whole kind of process. I had a virtual, a virtual assistant in the Philippines who was taking the calls live from sellers as they called in and asking some basic, simple pre-screening questions. She had really good English. And then I was partnering, she would send the leads to my local wholesaling partner. I was partnering with local wholesalers she would send only the pre-screened motivated seller leads to the local wholesaler and then we would flip them and split the profits and we did a lot of those deals and so my point is this start thinking bigger start asking bigger better questions and you don't have to work nights and weekends now you're not going to make as much money per deal but here's the thing if you if you set this up right you're going to do more deals you'll actually make more money when you find the right people to partner with on these deals, when you build the right team and you get the right systems in place. So it's a, here's the thing too, you got to look at it. Like you're busy, you're working a full-time job. You know, you're not going to be able to go to the seller's house and meet them in person and build that rapport and negotiate with them at the kitchen table. But if you're partnering with a local investor or an acquisitions manager, you know, they're going to get, they're going to negotiate better deals, better discounts, Bigger discounts than what you're going to do, right? And if you try to sell the houses yourself, you're going to get busy and stressed. You're not going to return calls right away. It's going to be hard for people to get a hold of you. You're going to lose some buyers. But if you got somebody making buyers, finding buyers for you, and working all that, you're going to sell these properties for higher, for higher price, and you're going to sell them quicker. So even though you're splitting the pie, here's my point: it's a bigger pie, and there's more of them. So just something to chew on you can still do this business and still make money and you can still quit your job without working nights and weekends you have to believe that you have to believe that i mean it's one thing for me to tell you yeah i can do this on it, but i don't want to make it sound hypey and uh unbe- so it's where it's unbelievable but like you really can do it you really really can and that's all i wanted to say i'm gonna let you all go and uh, we'll talk to you later Hey, if you want more information about like what I'm kind of talking about, I, I talked a lot about it in the I, I did this mind map thing called wholesaling 101. And it was a free, it's a free course. We put it all together in a mind map. And um, teaching how to do how to set up systems and do your marketing for traditional wholesaling business. And if you're interested in that mind map and in all those videos, you can get it for free at flipmindmap.com. Flipmindmap.com, or you can text the word flipped. 31 313131 31, and we'll send you a text message you, there'll be a link in there and you can click that and get the mind map it's a mind map that covers all of the steps from beginning to end how to wholesale a deal and basically kind of covers what i did um, to start wholesaling and it's super simple like we took out all the fluff and just broke it down to the bare bones necessities and um, it's all free in that mind map or be the videos and the transcriptions to all the videos, so you can just read it. Um, And I have in there the checklists, the contracts, the marketing pieces, the scripts. It's like all in there. It's crazy. People sell courses for a lot of money for the same stuff that I'm giving you for free. In this mind map, you just need to give me your email address so I can spam you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But if you go to flipmindmap.com or text the word FLIP to 313131 again text the word flip to 313131 and we'll respond back to you immediately with a link and you can get the mind map and i think you're going to learn a lot out of it so go there take care you guys see you later Bye bye